0: I'm a super fan, man. It's fantastic that you guys are even doing this for the songwriting community and just for for music itself, you know, and the way that you're connecting people to co-write in the future now, you know, we don't have to know someone to make a a bomb record, man. And you guys Mm -hmm. are, are giving us that opportunity at a longer reach.
1: Hello. So, all right, today I talk with Jay Castro and we get really deep into the business side of music, contracts, entertainment law, copyright, PROs. But it's a, a wonderful conversation just about everything that he's got going on in his world of music. Then get into We Should Write sometime and some possible great things that he's working on with some people that he met on the app. Did you see me good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, let me figure this out. Yeah, I'm on. There we go. Love it. Dude. Um, let me get this off of here. Sweet, man. Yeah, so you're redoing the studio?
0: Yeah, yeah, remodeling a few things. Um, switching a few things from one wall to the next.
1: Um, Are those the have, uh, sound barrier things?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm working on, I'm, I'm, uh, Auralex has this app um, that helps you with the acoustics of your room, depending on the measurements of your
1: wall. What's it called? Aurelix?
0: Aurelix, look, well, hold on. Yeah. These guys.
1: Oh, sweet. It's, it's uh, It helps uh, with soundproof everything? Yeah, so these are basically
0: the pads for the monitors. Yeah. And then I went across their, um, their website for a few things, and I was just looking up about acoustics and just learning how to best, um, you know, position the foam and whatnot. Doing a little research, and I came across they have an app that's for that. So when I so found what do you do
1: put I, the app like in the middle of the room, and it'll tell you. No, no, you grab the measurements. Of oh, it. the me- I, I got you. I got you. I thought right, then- no, I'll move that like six inches to the left. You're like, geez, <laughs> that thing's pretty dope. Uh, well, we, we're gonna get there soon, bro. Yeah, no, for I mean it's. So, like behind me, this wall, there's another uh, office space right behind. All right. So, and we just had uh, this awesome dude, Chris Essex, come in here and to kind of tell his story a little bit. But uh, he has a song called Swipe Right on Me. And so, like,
0: That's you
1: know, us. so yeah, it, so he came in, we talked and he played it. But, you know, the office right next to us, I'm sure they can hear us. Like, so we put these things up just to, try to help but like
0: if something, if something happens
1: i can hear them so i know they can hear us right? <laughs> like, eh, you know whatever you can do as, okay. much,
0: as much as you can get you know we're not not gonna yeah. get 99
1: and, and uh where exactly are you located
0: washington heights manhattan new york right. so yeah, yeah. I'm, from new, I'm from new york city basically i'm part of the what we call uptown and it's yeah. called washington heights um, now on Google, like on the map, it kind of changed because they updated the name. So now it's called like Hudson Heights, but in reality, yeah. I come from what it was called Washington Heights. And Is that
1: where they're building that huge, uh, huge building? And I guess like Hudson Yards, maybe. Is that? No I,
0: no, I don't. I don't think so. But that could be downtown. That could be downtown because the whole Manhattan. The Hudson River covers right. almost the whole New York City, kind right. of, you know, right, right, and Manhattan right. is right on the Hudson, like, so yeah. I'm from Manhattan, so that's like basically the borough of New York City where I'm from.
1: Got it. The
0: beast that I'm from, it's uptown Manhattan, which is called Washington Heights, which is now mm. called Hudson Heights.
1: I mean, how do they just go and change it like that? What is that all about? You
0: know, you know, you know what happens when changes come and, <laughs> and the rent shoots up, and, and there, like, you know, and and, and and people just start buying land, and they just start, you know. One day I didn't notice, so one day, you know, I just I was googling, uh, like you know, I was on Google Maps and I was looking around, whatever, and I see Hudson Heights. I'm like, wow! Like, I remember when the train, the map, the map, the subway map, uh, yeah. you know. The, uh, the, the maps on the subway said Washington Heights. Now, yeah. you know, it says Hudson which is okay, you know, I don't, I don't mind, but I think it's just the the upbringing of the community, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, I people
1: just find, you know.
0: find condos. This is getting filled with condos left and right, so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, that's kind of where I think yeah. the name kind of came from, changing.
1: Uh, it's like, you know, you hear people putting names on buildings for donating a bunch of money and, you know, exactly. all that good stuff, and you're like, how do I get it so I can change a neighborhood on Google Maps to like my name right, <laughs> without, yeah, telling, yeah. without telling anyone? They just look on a map one day and they're like, "Oh, it's not Nashville anymore; it's uh, McCartyville." Like, <laughs>
0: there you go, Nashville. You know, <laughs> hey, I gotta go to McCartyville. We gotta go. We gotta go
1: check out. Like what? Map. And like look at your map. You know, update it. But uh, yeah, yeah. dude, yeah, I I'm so pumped to chat with you for a little bit and just because I think you've got an awesome story and been a big uh, advocate, and I can't be more appreciative of that for um, what you are doing, and we're excited to hear about it, but it just, you know, obviously some background's always helpful because you're a hustler and putting out some good stuff, and I think it's just good when we can hear it from you guys of, um, you know, a little bit of your story. Right,
0: right. Alright, so um, I go by the name of Jay Castro. Um, I'm a recording artist, songwriter, producer. Um, I've been making music since I was 13 years old. I'm 33 now, so got quite some time working, but I didn't take it serious till like 1920. So in my uh, early 20s, you know, that's when I, I actually took it really serious. I was part of a group called Nasty Noise, where that's where I developed yeah. from. Shout out to everybody who was a part of the group. We did Phenomenon, We did great. We were very young. But we had something that was so capturing. You know, it was just mm-hmm. we had something that we it was like pop music mixed with hip-hop. And it was kind of with that era where the techno was, was moving in. Around the time yeah. when Pitbull was kind of introducing the world to that sound. Yeah. So we were kind of on that kind of, that was the genre that we were. And we were, um, you know, we were a trio. It was three of us, two yeah. rappers, one singer. And then we had a, a personal producer, you know, shout out to OD, yeah, Beats, you know, Metro, rest in peace. And, uh, you know, Clyde and all, and all those guys. And we were just, you know, working in different, in, in underground studios at our homes, you know, and it just happened to be that that's where I fell in love with music. Um, you know, we developed a group. We had our personal engineer, which was the main producer. Uh, mm. Shout out to Metro, rest in peace. He had passed mm. not too long ago. And we just started cooking, man. It was like, we mm. just forgot about the world. And that was like our sanctuary. You know, we would chill, we would meet there every day. We'll eat together there, which is right. And we would just produce so many records, so many records. And one day we just, that was when MySpace was like, the thing, yeah. you know, MySpace was the place where, and I miss MySpace because, I believe that I come from an uh, era of, of music where I saw the Napster. I saw the things yeah. before, like CDs, you know, when I was, and, 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 and I'm talking about Nasty Noise, and this is when I'm 19, 20, so things are already changing. Technology has already boomed in, but I come with an era where it was mixtapes and you had to go to your local, you know, yeah. store, um, not record store, it was called the record store, but now we're at CDs, right? right. So you go to the, rec- to the CD store and you basically pick up these mixtapes for $5 a pop, and some of them had music some of them would be like hot 97 volume seven and then it would rise to like volume yeah. i don't know what right yeah. and then you would always catch up with the new one but then at the same time so at 13 years old we're gonna i'm going go a little i'm gonna go now i'm gonna go from the beginning um and at 13 years old i'm hanging around with my cousin and, and he's a little he's a bit older than me and he's hanging around with his older friends and you know, they just start freestyling and, like, beatboxing. And I'm new to this. I'm a young cat. I'm just chilling. And I'm, like, I'm watching it on the TV forever. You know, I want to be those guys on the TV. Yeah. I love, I love the Cash Money, you know, the Jay-Z, the Nas, the, you know, those guys.
1: Lil Wayne, and, like, was that when Lil Wayne just came out? Or was it uh, Lil a little Wayne bit later?
0: was out, but Lil Wayne wasn't the Lil Wayne that people know as of now. So he Got was it. part of Cash Money Records, and he was the youngest artist on there. But he was right. really talented. But the main artist was Juvenile. And then yeah. they, they kind of like became a group and they came out as a group. But then he went solo and that's when it boomed up. They got a little yeah, older. Yeah. but th- That was one of my biggest inspirations growing up, the Cash Money Millionaires. And that's what like our group was always like because when I was young, at 13, I'm chilling, they hanging out, they're freestyling and I kind of like fell in love because with the with the cypher, because when it came to me, I didn't know what to do. And they were like, just agging me on. Like, do it, do it, whatever, oh, yeah. man, just say whatever. And I'm like, yo, I don't know how to rap. I don't know what, <laughs> what are you guys doing. They're like, no, do it. So I just started putting words together. I knew that, you know, it's like English. You know, I thought yeah. about it like English class, classes, words, it's poems. You know, I, I wrote poems at, at a very early time too. Um, you know, I, I written, written essays in school. So I kind of put that together and I kind of just started putting words together. I, I was blabbering, I didn't know what I was saying, but I was saying a few things, but I realized something at that moment. And, you know, when it was my time to step out and let the other person go, I just felt a feeling that I've never felt. Mm -hmm. And that feeling, I've only felt it when I had my daughter a few years ago. And that's when I fell in love with music, you know. And I was like, wow, I really did it. And, like, I was so happy. And it's like, it felt so good. And it was like, I went home, and then I started just, like, putting my poems into kind of raps and just trying to play together. Because I started rapping. And, you know, what I did was I was like, okay. after a while, you know, I I did that for a few months and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell anybody. And, you know, I would do it alone. I would do it alone. And so then I saw people doing the freestyle cyphers again. So I started joining them and I would say whatever I wanted to. Then I'll leave and I'll come back. And then that's when we go back to the store where you get the five dollar CDs. Now they're selling instrumental five dollar CDs. So it's basically a CD with free beats. So it's like a bunch tracks, of pieces you know, you can yeah, buy tracks. From, from records that are already yeah. out, like rappers that are hot already, but you get no vocals. You got mm. straight beats. And like, at the time, I didn't have anybody to produce for me. True. Finding a producer wasn't like now going on Beatstar, you know. Finding a producer wasn't just yeah. your neighbor was a producer or your friend was a producer. It's like, no, producers were producers and they were on TV. And to get to those guys, you had to have what, you know what it yeah. takes to get to those guys. So
1: Yeah.
0: So... Like, I just started, I was like, okay, so maybe, you know, I could grab these beats and start rapping on them, my songs. And that's how it kind of started happening. And I fell in mm-hmm. love with the process of just writing on a record, never recorded. And then, fast forward to 16, I'm still not taking it real, like, I'm, never, I'm not taking it serious still, but I'm still, I still love it and I'm still involved. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going cyphers everywhere. But people are now making music more around my neighborhood. So now mm-hmm. it's a bigger community. So... I, then one of my one of my guys, you know, one of my best friends, A Flame, shout out to A Flame, one of the first producers that ever gave me a beat or helped me put a record together, you know, yeah. and we still work to this day. Um, and he started making beats on Fruity Loops and recording on Acid, and you know Acid Pro. So it was like two channels, just your vocal and the beat, and then you mm-hmm. do whatever you could. <laughs> but that's when the process of recording happened. So I started learning that. At a young age you know i wasn't producing i was more just writing and being an artist mm-hmm. then fast forward then I, I start meeting the guys that i become part of a group with now i have this studio and we're just record making records really, really cds and our buzz started to pick up and we're starting to perform and we're starting to do a lot of things the name starts ringing bell myspace we're huge on myspace people putting yeah. our songs on their pages you know on their top eights you know comments it was really it was a really good time but things just didn't work out at the end and things just like kind of went to their own side. You know, that happens. And we stayed friends, you know, we stayed brothers. It's just, you know, uh, it it just, things happen. And um, at that time. It's a
1: relationship, right? Like not all relationships end in marriage. Right.
0: You know, and it's okay. And we're still friends and like, we're still friends and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm still making music and they're, they're not, they're not, but they're, they're going to get back. Like, they've been telling me, like, hey, I want to start producing a little for you.
1: And they took a little <laughs> they break. And they gonna... they're like, I want to get back into it.
0: And I never gave up. And, like, yeah. but there was a point where I stopped for a second because we were going to get signed, but they wanted to sign us as a group. So, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of hurt to, like, not be able to take it to the next level when you've been working so hard. But, th- but things happen. So, at that time, I start trying to find myself in get the music. So I start hanging out a, a little bit around people who are making music, but I'm still a little disappointed, you know, yeah. but I'm like, you know, I love it. So that, so that, so that love just keeps carrying me on. So then I come across this school called IAR, the Institute mm-hmm. of Audio Research. And I already had some background of making music, but I have, we were working in a studio. So now it's time for me to, I didn't have anyone to record me. Like everything mm-hmm. just went away. Like all the producers I was working with just, it wasn't, you know, we we, we kind of went out different ways when um and i kind of like found myself like wow so i was like you know what i'm gonna go back to school but i, I want to go back to school for music so i want to learn how to produce i want to learn how to engineer more i already knew because i was already doing it so much but i wasn't an expert so yeah. i was like you know what if i'm gonna go to school for something i'm gonna go to school for this because i stopped yeah. going to school for music at that point i dropped out and i just started when we were going to that studio it was like in the end in the, and my girlfriend used to visit me at that studio <laughs> like, <laughs> was like you want to come see me come to the studio you know what i'm saying like you know where i am right you know what i'm is. you want to outside you know what i mean we'll, we'll, okay you know, so whatever so it's yeah. like um that kind of thing happened but then i was like you know i'm back in the school so the, being back in the school brought me back into like being in the world that community again mm. so i'm kind of like you know now i'm in pro tools pro tools is a big thing at this time so now we're working on that and and whatnot. And then I was like, okay, you know what? It's time for me to go on a solo. I think I'm ready to go solo. I spend a lot of time learning, you know, the production, the music business part of it. I, I mm-hmm. did a lot of, the, I did a lot of studying in that because the classes had music business in them. Then I did my own studies and kind of self-taught myself yeah. and, 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 and with like that, was like, that,
1: was that the self-study part? Was that just going on the internet and searching like how do I do this? How do I do that? Or was there like one source that you always went to and exactly. said? So, yeah. So it was a few. So
0: um, there was one class, which was my favorite class. I mean, the production class was dope being in the studio, but I would, I already knew what being in the studio felt like. But I didn't know what the music business was like. You know, yeah. I didn't know so much of it. Like I would copyright my songs, yeah, but I didn't know so much. Like I didn't know you at that time when I was so young that you needed a writer's and a publisher's account to really make, your money come in, you know, you could. And I knew
1: that. How you had did right. you, how did you, and, and this is that tactical stuff that I think we, as we re, you know, kind of purpose these conversations and I think they're so good because you are uh, like comparative to a lot of our users and expert when it comes to the business side. Right. And so it's going, hey, when you say things like, Hey, I copyrighted my music. Uh, I think a lot of I get a lot of questions about that directly to me, like, Hey, should I? And how do I? Right? right. And so kind of what was your, I guess, first step of, hey, I need to copyright my music. What did you do to do that?
0: Right. So um when I started growing, when I went out, when I was start when I started developing more of the music where like, I'm talking about the 13 to the 16s, I started hearing the older people talk about copyright. Mm-hmm. So I didn't at that time it was only copyright. Like you didn't know much about the publishers, you know? Yeah. You didn't know about the ASCADs. You didn't know about the BMIs. It wasn't yeah. that It wasn't that big. I mean, it must have been big, but not in, to the young guys, you know, to yep. so the young crowd. So I just knew you got a copyright. But then what we learned, the old man's or the poor man's copyright, right? The poor man, <laughs> that's what they call it, the poor man. Not the old man, the poor man. So, <laughs> yeah. so I would hear them say like, oh, dude, you record the record. The tape or the cd at the time and you mail it to yourself certified mail but don't open it and if you ever go to court you got to sue somebody for it that's when you open it and it have the date on it and it's <laughs> and it's certified it was yours it was delivered to you and you hold it and you know what's funny that not too long ago during quarantine i started doing this like an hour with on my live just showing new, new music and different things that i was doing and around that time my mother was cre- uh, cleaning my old house right because i my mother's house she was cleaning her house yeah. and she called me and she told me she found something she uh shout out to my mom man she's been a, a hello supporter all, throughout the I whole it was hard in the beginning yeah she didn't understand, but then when she saw me performing she was like oh you're my daddy yankee so i was like all right and so she really saw that i had I had what it took uh, so she called me and i'm gonna get to the question but this is, no, this is a, a lovely story yeah. And she called me to tell me she found something for me a nasty noise. And it was so old, it was like 15 to 10 years old, and it was yeah. a yellow envelope, mailed to my mom's house, Nasty Noise LLC. Yes. And when I and it sealed for like 10 or 15 years, man, it had yes. dust. It was it was crazy. And I opened it in the middle for the first time in the live, because I found it before I went live. And I thought about, yeah. like, hey, maybe I could share this with my fans. You know, this is kind of like historical for me. Yeah, for sure. And it's part of my story. So. I I did that, and it was awesome, man. So going back to that, so I would do the poor man's copyright, and I would mail it to myself, and I would would stash it in case I would have to sue somebody.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then along the lines, I started hearing that the poor man's copyright doesn't really work, right? (laughs) (laughs) So it could have helped, but it doesn't really work.
1: Right.
0: So, and it depends which judge you get, because if the judge ate and he's hungry, he might let you go. (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. He's not going to take that. You're going to lose the case. So,
1: That's great.
0: Um, so then I started looking and asking people, like, what is copyright? Like, I know about the poor man's copyright. And I'm talking about these older cats that I was in the studio with. Yeah. So I started going to the studios with the older dudes. And they're like, oh, copyright is when you basically, you know, claim ownership of the record. And um, I'm like, yeah, but I used to do it like this. They were like, oh, no, it doesn't work anymore like that. You need to do it like this. So they gave me the website, copyright.gov. and it was super confusing and super crazy and i was like all right this just looks too crazy to learn and i just went on the on the the internet and i started the process i started learning about the open cases the closed cases Uh, after a few months you get the certified um uh letter and at the time they didn't have the mp3 thing Mm -hmm. and i was just learning so i was I was basically the manager kind of a Nasty Noise. I was one of the artists, but I managed a lot of things. I was booking the shows. Yeah. I was, you know, I was uh, uploading everything on the social networks. I had all the social networks. I would talk to the people. I would make the connections. Yeah. And um, I was doing the copyright. So I was copywriting our records. And I was just uploading it with the, with the lyrics. And I actually showed the lyrics on the IG Live. And it was me typing it up on my computer. And it was the lyrics. It wasn't even the the the, the music like that. It was just copyrighting the lyrics. But then, as time went forward, then they came up with, you can upload an MP3. So now it's faster. Now you can copy And it took months to copyright. So you had to wait till it got there. You had to wait till it got processed. You had to wait till you got that letter in the mail six months later saying, and you didn't know what you were going to do. Should I hold the record? Should I release it? Should I show my friends? What should I do? (laughs) (laughs) And And it's like, Right. And then so now they actually did something. So that's when I then I went hmm. so I knew a little bit and then I stopped. And that's when the when I went to school. So when I went to school, I got the real knowledge, right? Yeah. I went to school and they had the music business class, which one which was one of my favorite classes. Yeah. And in that class, that's when I learned about the ro- um, the writer's contract, like when you're when you're doing tours, you know? Yeah. When I that's when I found out about the, the terms and conditions and the options. Yeah. And these words, that they mean something totally different in the word of law, and they mean totally different when you're having this discussion, and people don't know that. Right. And I think that's where the people get confused the most, because if I say option to you, it's not the option that you believe, it's the option that you think or you believe is going to be.
1: Right. right.
0: Right. So, again, that's – so, I started – so, in class, I was – I was, I was writing notes. I was always in that class, in the front, always learning because I knew this was the part that they weren't going to teach me in the streets. And this was the part that everybody gets screwed, you know, and this is a part that most of the people mm-hmm. don't know and the creatives really don't know and the creatives don't want to know. And it's, you know, it's, it's, I understand, I get it because I was there at one point. It's like you want to hire a manager, you want to be the artist, put your feet up, and everything is taken care of. But then that's that artist is the one, honestly. I don't even know the artist like that exists, a, right. unless you have a real big um, advance that you're going to be paying somebody yeah. so much money. It's to a be, loan,
1: man. It's a loan. <laughs> it's a loan. <laughs> it's a
0: loan. Right? So if you're going to pay that person all that money to do everything for you, then that's okay. But you know, I I realized that I couldn't do that, so I had to learn on my own. So I went to the class and I started, uh, you know, talking to the professor, always asking questions, doing. Then I would come home, do my own research. I had my notes. I would go back to my notes, mm. and I was really studying the music business heavy because one of my one of my passions is is to become like an entertainment lawyer. You know, like I want to be into entertainment law because I like that Art. part of it. Yeah, you know, I like it. I mean, there's a lot to learn, but I like it. So I was always you know, like I was always interested. So that's when I kind of started learning about it. So then I went back to do the copyright and that's when I learned that you can upload the record and it's faster. And that's when I learned that you have to do, you know, the sound recording, if it's a master, if it's the record that's already recorded and stuff like that. But there was, there's a great article that I read and you know, I have the link so I can send it to you and maybe you can share it with, yeah. you, uh, with yeah, the yeah. rest of the community. And, it, and it's step-by-step instructions of how to copyright your record the best way with the copyright.gov and it's the most legitimate way Mm. and it gives you and it's free and it it's not free i mean the the link is free but the copyright is like 65 bucks right so at the end of the day but you know i think you can do a compilation i think you can try to get a few they have different packages now where you can get maybe you can copy if you haven't published anything i think you can let go you can copyright like up to three or four works of it if yeah. it's not published altogether under this kind of right. package they have where well, they didn't have when I started, but now they have it, so it's like they have they they they've been more accessible, more easier, more friendly, yeah, and it's it's the legitimate way of copywriting your music, so I'm gonna I, share that with you yeah you
1: know, and thanks and and I love this right, and I think this is like you said one thing on copyright, and this is the stuff that I think capturing what your process was, right? And like what it used to be and what it is now. But so many people that I talk to that are just getting into this industry to try to be singers and songwriters and musicians. uh, If I asked how they copyright or what it is, I'm gonna get 15 different answers if I asked 15 different people. Right. And to me, it it makes me think as we progress and have a very robust roadmap for what we want to do and how to help is how do we shorten the timeline for everybody of this is an important thing to do and know, but how do we give you back more time to spend on your music and do those things versus the the business side? but you gotta learn it. You gotta know it. But then it's the the amount of effort that it takes, and and you know you you have this uh, incredible passion and drive that you know is is fantastic. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, just want to do music, right? And it's right. God. There's this whole other side to this thing, which is the business and knowing how it works. But it's confusing.
0: Right. Very. Right
1: and complicated and it changes all the time and so so it's just good to hear um the story and process and and things that you went through to get to where you are now you know yeah,
0: definitely and you know I think as a creator um I think it's something I had to I had to fall in love with young because I knew I wanted it as a career Because if you just want to make music just to make music and show it to your friends and do it out of love, then maybe you don't need to do the the business side because you're just, you don't even care if it gets played or not. You know, you don't, you don't care. But if you're thinking about it as a career, then I think it's something that you want to put more time into than creating. And creating comes easy. You know, if you're a creator, you know that you're going to create whenever you can. I mean, there's, there's writer's block, there's things that there's obstacles that get in the way, but, but we are creators. So we just got to, give that time and get back to it, you know? It's like, like, this is what I do. I do a lot of time management, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was hard, but it's like, okay. And then another thing, like, I've already, I, I, I already had the drive because I knew I wanted it as a career, but shout out to A Flames again. Um, he does a lot of like um, consulting with me in music. Mm-hmm. And um, he, you know, he, he helps with my direction with a lot of things. And he've always, he, he always told me, you know what it is? People have, or you or whatever, got to take it like a business. You have mm-hmm. to see yourself as a business. If Again, if you see it as a career. Exactly. If, if no, it's, it's a business, you know, you can't just open up a business. You right. got to get permits. You got to get an LLC, a corporation. You know what I'm saying? You got to get all of these things.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, You. Uh, so you got to get all of these things, and That's the same thing with the music. It's like, if you see yourself as a business, if you see yourself as a, you know, as something that a career wants to make money off of this, you gotta get your license, you gotta get your stuff, you know, um, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I I can hear you, but I think uh, I can't, it froze on you. There you go. All
0: right, froze, right? Let me see what's going on.
1: It kicked back back in a little bit. And that's why I like, this is awesome, because one of my interns will edit this all down.
0: Okay, all, all right, I don't know. So you want let me see, how can I, oh man, I don't know what's wrong with my wifi. All
1: good. Hey, can you see me? there you go yeah i can see you all right i can't see you though oh no uh,
0: but can you see yourself like can you see me talking yeah. to you
1: yeah
0: yeah i would do it like that don't worry about it
1: it's not as so,
0: uh
1: huh hold on maybe it's just trying to catch up
0: hey i got you now
1: sweet good
0: all right hopefully this is good <laughs>
1: I love it. You know, I love the technology, right?
0: right? Right. It's supposed to be better than ever. You know what? Um, let me see. Maybe we could do it on my phone. Let me see if my phone looks better. Give me. Uh, yeah, cool. Send me. A, send me the link to my. I'm gonna get on my phone right quick. Two seconds, right? Cool.
1: All right. Do you need
0: me to send you it? Oh, there we go. You see? Can you hear me? There you go. All right. Perfect. Oh yeah. So I I believe like you know it's a it's a business. So you have to, you have to treat it as one. So, you know, if you want to make a living off of it, you have to have, you know, your priorities straight. So you have to have your copyright, You have to have your masters. You have to have, you know, your PROs. Yeah, And and you have to know what you're getting yourself into, especially when you sign a contract, you know, How did you
1: know which PRO to go with or, or which did you decide to go with and why?
0: So ASCAP was always more popular. Um, I think BMI is is a younger uh, pro, mm-hmm. and ASCAP was always in the air. So I always heard ASCAP as a kid. Got so it. I think just uh, just hearing it, being around. I'm not saying that BMI is not you know not as sure. good. It's great. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just always but, curious,
1: you know, like just learning. Yeah, about-
0: it's just it was it was like a security thing at that time because I was young and that's all I knew. Like I didn't know BMI at the time. I didn't get to hear about BMI. I only heard about ASCAP. So I was like, okay, ASCAP, but I, I know I got to be done with a PRO. So I'm ASCAP. And yeah, so I've been with ASCAP for at least 10 years.
1: Oh, nice. And and I, uh, and, and, you know, it's one of those things, what I, what I'm finding, right, is um, with the, you know, thousands of users that we have, 60% of them don't have a PRO membership. And what I'm learning, right, and it's, it's me going back to when I used to play music and was in a band and, uh you know rewrote some pretty uh you know pretty classic early 2000 uh i guess mid 2000 you know girl sappy love song type things but anyway uh you there lost you there my man yeah i'm here i'm here cool 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 um so yeah like and i asked because you know and i was saying you know and like when i was back playing with the band we wrote some like you know cheesy love songs you know and put them on a uh, on a cd and cut it out of some dude's room and it was awesome but um if someone were to ask me at that point like hey you know what is bmi or ascap the only response i would have had is i probably skipped that class in college like i don't know like right. what, are you, what are you asking me right um yeah. but that just goes to show like I, I think there's a lot of opportunity for education in this space to help minimize the time that it takes to learn the basics of the business if that kind of makes sense
0: definitely. no no definitely like, you're, like what you're saying like to put it as like a quicker process for people can understand it and, and, and digest it quicker. That's what you mean, yeah. right? Yeah, because
1: to... they got to learn the stuff, um, you know, but I think it is, I think there's an opportunity where we're not, you know, not babysitting, but like within what we're trying to do to help songwriters, a big friction point is how much time it takes and how confusing the business is. So if we yeah. can provide value to users and songwriters and say, hey, you just got onto the app. You haven't selected a PRO. Um, here's, yes. some, like, here's why you should get one. Here's opportunities. And then figuring that out, like as we go down the process, like, hey, you just completed a song. Do you know about copyright? Do you know about XYZ to get it to the next phase? Just to kind of help okay. that, the time that it takes to do all of this. How about, how about
0: this? I'm going to make it simple for you. Yeah. about we talk, man? Oh, no, where'd you go? Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I man, I don't know what's wrong. Is, I don't know, my internet, your internet is it your, your internet's good, right? but they are, is it mine that's bad?
1: Yeah, like, we're, we're uh, hardwired in here, so it's usually we, uh, It's mine, all right.
0: Let me go to another room. Give me a second, yeah. all right? no worries. All right, I'm gonna hit you right back. All cool. Right. Uh-huh.
1: There we go. All right, this is better, right? Because I, I got I got other bars up. I'm sorry about no, that. No, dude, now, now you're, like, comfy and relaxed, chair. perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I got to buy, an ex, uh, like, a Wi-Fi extender so I can put it in my studio. Yeah, bird. yeah, you know, All the way oh, good, back man. into my house. So it's like, it doesn't get that much internet. But I have one. Look, man, you know, you're a great dude. And I just want to share something before we get to that. Yeah, because I want to give you and you guys out at um, We Should Write sometime a lot of credit, and Thank I'm a, I'm a super fan, man. It's it fantastic that you guys are even doing this for the songwriting community and just for the for music itself, you know. And the way that you're connecting people to co-write in the future now, you know, you don't have to know someone to make a a bomb record, man. And you guys mm-hmm. are are giving us that opportunity at a longer reach and. I came across you guys because during quarantine, I took some time to develop my branding. And I just started going in and out of different webinars with different A&Rs, mm. with different um, classes and stuff like that of different types. Yeah. I came across one of uh, you guys. You guys were having an interview. I don't know who, who it was, but it was around the quarantine era. It had just started and you guys were presenting uh, that we should Write some time at. And I was listening to you guys and I was, you know, I was... Um, I was inspired, man. And I was just like, dude, these guys are awesome. Like, like this is some hell of a stuff for like the community. And just right now with technology. And I was like, dude, I wrote it down right away. And I followed you guys on, on Twitter. And I was like, I got to talk to these dudes and I got to download this app now.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks. I I appreciate that. And I love it. Yeah. Um, Thanks. And I, I think it just comes from a place of, um, you know, genuine need to to want to help the people that are generally struggling the most right now in the music industry. And it's, you know, musicians and songwriters. And uh, I feel like every day I, I, you know, get the Google alerts for what's going on in the industry and I make sure I read them. And, you know, it's stuff like whatever streaming is wanting to, you know, do whatever. And it's never give back to the songwriter. It's never like one of those things. And it just drives me crazy because it, it's like, no, man, like songwriters in a, in a very cheesy way, like they're the heart of the music industry. And if in the like, you know, and, and someone that, you know, used to play music all the time and, and do it. So I loved it, but like, you know, hearing the greatest songwriters that I've ever heard here in Nashville and seeing them you know, and there's great songwriters all over, right? Like just when I, when I first moved to Nashville, but like, then I started learning about the actual industry and the business side of it. And then just connecting with my co-founder and what he was doing with his nonprofit to help veterans in, in the songwriting world. And Uh it just kind of all clicked at the same time, but like, I would hear these songwriters when I first moved here and they were like, Blowing my mind, I was like, "Is that guy famous? or Is that girl famous?" Like, they're amazing. And like, then I'd go out the next night and see them bartending, and like, I just didn't get it, right? Like, I just had no idea. And they're like, "No, man. Like, everyone here is a uh, not everyone, but m- so many people here are singer songwriters, but they're also bartending and waiting and grinding it out, doing two, three jobs, just trying to like make it in this business." Right. Then I started learning about the business, and I was like it's like keeping great athletes off of the field so that you can enjoy watching whatever sport they're playing Mm -hmm. and making it really hard for them to be successful in chasing their dream. And it's like, well, where are they spending the most time? Where does the most frustrating part? and like in the simplest form, it was, you know, when I was doing podcasts with another buddy of mine and I was hearing these great songwriters say all the time like the only way i knew how to get ahead was to network and all i wanted to like network and and just go out and go out and go to these writers rounds and do these things and i was like hearing them talk and then they would be saying things like but you know i'm an introvert like the bar scene isn't really my scene and mm-hmm. you know I, like that was just what i was told when i first moved here yeah, And there was just that part of me that was like, okay, that's it. Like my co-founder came to me with an idea that I had to deal with his nonprofit. I had learned about this, you know, like I love the tech space and the music tech space. And it just kind of all collided at the same time. And, oh. you know, I appreciate the kind words and like we have such a long way to go. But like this is the type of conversation that, you know, I thoroughly enjoy because then it's hearing firsthand of, you know, as of right now. We're just connecting songwriters, right? But like our vision of being able to go, well, then what, right? Like, how do we get Jay and someone from like this, you know, whoever, maybe out in LA, and then get them in front of them and get them in front of them, all by them just putting in the hard work and writing great music and us not eliminating, but slowing down or minimizing the friction that comes from the business side and let us just kind of aggregate this platform and ecosystem of here are the great songwriters, producers, musicians, and we can help their career um, or get to whatever that next level is that they want. Um, But it starts with just kind of the, the swiping piece, right? Like just swipe connect. Okay. Now let's start showing that it doesn't matter exactly where you are. But if you're writing great stuff and you're working really hard, we should help, we should help them. Yeah. Like if that's what they want to do, like let's help them. Dude, that's, um,
0: beautiful. that's beautiful, man. Because I'll tell you something. I learned about it what maybe six months ago, because yeah. it was like in the beginning of the pandemic that I, I came across it. And I've already worked with like three or four people.
1: I love it, man. I love Dude,
0: it. And I'm on it every day. Look, and I and I and I do and I like the the demographic stuff and I know that's right now it's a limited offer which I'm which is really cool because I'm, I'm, I am I go I, I search New York and then I will go to LA then I yeah. go to Miami I go to Israel I go all over the place. yeah and I
1: and I can't thank you enough for that and, it, and you know it's once once kind of those songs are ready to go like you know that that's where uh we want to hear them even if it's just small little blurbs of whether hey, it's a I word gotcha. tape I got you, you know, like little work tape, or even it's like a small little demo. It doesn't have to be fully mastered and produced. It's like, this is where, you know, I get excited because it's, it's stuff like this. Like you are always, every time I've talked to you, you know, um, I feel that re like that excited feeling inside of me of like kind of why I'm doing it in the sense of, um, we're getting a lot of songwriters on here. We start getting a lot of songs that that kind of pique a lot of people's interest. And now yeah. we have some people on the other side, say, you know, the publishers that are coming to us and saying, Hey man, like who's the rising stars? Like who who is getting a lot of swipes on their profiles? Like yeah. who because there's some Just like kind of back in the MySpace day, right? There's a little bit of that discovery feel of, oh, check these people out. Like, you know, and and I did that all the time. I found so many bands and artists on MySpace. I loved it,
0: but it is kind
1: of developing that discovery feel of, hey, you know, there's something to these people and songwriters and musicians, and we can show that, right? Like, they're working hard. People love, people want to write with them. and and that's where, you know, I get excited is, is to hear that stuff and go great. Like, what is the next thing that we can do to progress them in their career?
0: And that's fantastic, man. And and the, and it goes now. I'm bringing it back to your question about how we can help. You know, the community learn about yeah. asking. And 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 you took the words from you know, from my mind because it came to me while you were talking was to maybe. It's not a restriction because we you right. want people to, to to become members of the community on We Should Write Some Time. But maybe there's gotta be some filtering for yeah. PROs. So it can it can it can take care of people's um you know ownerships and other people and doesn't bring any problems. So maybe that's a question that could be generated. Like, are you part of a PRO? Do you know what it is? Yeah. But here's what I have to tell you. And and this is why I was saying, like, I was talking about how much I love your your guys' uh, podcast, I mean, not podcast, but app, um, because it's like, dude, I wanna help. Yeah, And, you know, we can talk, we can have a meeting outside from this interview,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: come up with a master plan yeah. to help the community and the new members of We Should Write Some Time, have yeah. this, this, this uh, uh, you know, the, that accessibility, to, you know, to the road and the maps at yeah. an easy, but still legitimate, you know, order kind of thing. Yeah. And, and you can come in on that, bro. Like we could, we could definitely yeah,
1: like, do that. We for sure will have, you know, an, uh, another conversation and I can kind of share with you some more details about, you know, the roadmap and those conversations that we're having with PROs because, you know, <laughs> it's a startup and we're not, we we want to, We want to help songwriters and traditionally in this phase, like they're not flush with extra cash. So we got to get revenue from another source or other sources. And we have a revenue model that we're implementing soon. But what we want to do is minimize anything that, that is going to cost the songwriter. But then we can go to organizations like the PRO and say, Hey, we have thousands of songwriters that need you, but don't know that they need you. Would you like to get in front of them? We're, that, we're the, uh, the gateway, the right? But the we're bridge. providing a service to the songwriters on the education and also business God, front. But then the, the PROs are gonna start get like they need members. They always want members, yep. right? But how do you yep. get in front of the most targeted audience you can possibly have? That would be us. That, that's, but that, awesome, that's, the, that's awesome, dude. That's one revenue source for us, right, that we see happening that hasn't happened yet but that way we're not going to the songwriter and being like hey do you want to learn about pro's take this class for 10 bucks and then if you want another class it's 40 bucks it's like um no (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah i hear
0: you no no and that's actually that's really smart that's a really way that's a really good way to to um you know help both sides because yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing, it's a partnership and it's an agreement and it, and right. it benefits both both parties.
1: Exactly. So yeah, but we should definitely chat about it uh, offline, sure. you know, because uh, I think there's a lot there. But to your point, man, like it's it's guys like you that hustle and, and I uh, just absolutely love talking to and and Thank I think whatever we can always do, you know, especially at this early stage, the the feedback part of it, like something we know we're going to build in, that's going to make it easier when you're writing with other guys. Like if yep. you're with ASCAP and they're with BMI, right? Like you got to learn what IPI numbers are and then what do you yep. do with that? Like, how do you get paid? And so yep. it, it's that stuff that we see that is going to help uh, with the profiles and all that stuff to make all that stuff a lot easier.
0: Me in, um, me in, definitely.
1: Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, dude, I can't thank you enough. Um, uh, If there's anything else we can chat about or questions you have, man, I'm all for it.
0: No, no, no. Everything's good, man. You know, it was great. You know, I just wanted to, you know, talk out there for the people who don't know. We should write some time. And you guys are great. Your app is great. Um, And I'm enjoying it so much. I've met great people. I'm working with some great people. I got a lot of work coming out, you know. Yeah. Anybody can follow me on Jay Castro, you know, wow. um, and I got my EP is going to be coming out sometime in a few months. I just don't have the date yet, but I have an EP entitled Yours Truly uh, written wow. and co-produced by me and my team. Um, I have a team, uh, you know, a, a production team. Shout out to DM, Hassell, uh, Juan Mora and all the other guys, Joe, the manager and all the other guys we work with and right now we're about to release a single um that's something i'm doing for the culture um my coach i'm dominican uh, the mm. from dominican republic and we have a kind of famous kind of music it's called dembo, mm. and it's like uh, dancing music but it's like have a good time kind of thing yeah, and i yeah. and i hooked up with a really good friend of mine shout out to jaciel and that's his genre so we kind of uh did some uh crossing on there and i put some english because it's really in spanish Sure. So I came in and dropped some English uh, lyrics and uh, kind of flow on it. So I'm right. excited about that. That's coming out soon.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it's called Con La Macarilla, mm. and that means with the mask, you know. So it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like about the whole corona yeah. pandemic kind of thing. And it's, and it's something to have a good time with, to enjoy. You know, it's something that has been really hard against us right now. Mm. And, you know, um, everyone's battling and, you know, and, and it's been really, really, really bad. And I just try to do something that maybe can uh bring some feel and some good uh energy to the people to smile and just see the 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 rainbow, you know, after the rain, man, see the sunshine, bro. And you know, it's not, it's not anything um pro-COVID. It's uh, you know, sure. It's more like for let's try to, you know, get through it and stand up like people and have a good time and and kind of yeah. wear a mask. And it's like yeah. kind of telling you wear a mask, you know? Yeah um and yeah it's just to have a good time it's a record to have a good time with um i'm also working uh with a great uh artist from england mm. um shout outs to to rachel uh rachel mckenna um mm. out in yorkshire we connected through the Albi uh i'll be um i studios uh That's kind sweet. of record um they had a songwriting contest out there in the studio and Ooh. out of 500 entities i Shortlisted twenty fifth. Um, I, I was nice. one of the twenty five picked. Yeah, congrats. AB Throw Studios, you know, legendary studio. Shout out yeah, to the Beatles. best sure. songwriter of all time. And it was great to be honored and to be picked, you know, as one of the songwriters after being judged by professionals like that yeah you know the people at, at um ab studios
1: that's great man that's cool. and
0: um she reached out and we connected and we have a record coming out that's that's i'm excited about that that's also about covid um but kind of like more like it's hard to date with people so it's kind of like pop pop, country pop like i miss you yeah. i wish i can see you but you know the other side of the world is kind <laughs> of hard but I need you to keep your spirit up. You know, yeah. we got to trust. We got to trust God. We have to have faith and we just got to stay strong kind of record. Love so it. that's another, I'm excited about that. That's coming out. And yeah, man, I got a few other things lined up, but Love you know, it. they're all coming out within the next few weeks, uh, maybe in our next few months, but but Can't I'm excited. Wait.
1: Man. Can't wait, but uh, dude, this won't be the last, I know of it, but uh, thank you so much. It was Likewise, a pleasure. Man, you. Have a great night. Yeah, dude. I'll will I'll have uh, one of uh, our lovely interns cut this up and you know cool. take all the the stuff out. But you know I I will um I'll make sure that we shoot it over to you to look at before we post anything. Just make sure you're cool with it.
0: Yeah, cool. I I appreciate that, man. And and thank you for your time, dude.
1: No, thank you, yeah. man. It's a pleasure, and and thanks for your support. And and let's please uh, stay in touch very soon. Sounds good, dude. Stay on man. That.
0: Have a good that's one. That, um, I want to tell you, we should waste some time. <laughs> yeah, dude. One, Swipe right, baby. Swipe right. Go. See you. Right. Have a good one, man. Take care.